It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome into tonight's AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1 on the strength of a four-goal third period. The Golden Knights get back into the win column 22-7-1. As we hit game number 30 tonight on the season, let's go back up to the radio booth, bring in Dan Duva, the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, to break this one down. And, you know, Dan, let's start with the the performance top to bottom from the Golden Knights. It was a, it was a tough game yesterday in L.A. This team able to turn the page, bounce back with a, with a really solid 60-minute effort. What, what is it about this team that allows them to not have losses turn into losing streaks i think it comes ryan from what happens within the game even though marcia so smith and carlson were creating tons of chances and marcia so did get the one goal but again smith was snake bitten there all kinds of things were being created but there wasn't the finish but when you heard will carlson join us during the first intermission he was enthusiastic he was upbeat and was not was not frustrated and I think that when things aren't going very well for this team they don't take it to heart in a, in a negative way that prevents them from getting back to their game Alec Martinez said earlier today that even championship caliber clubs don't have their A game every night and it's how you handle when you don't have your A game that really dictates the sort of club that you have and again the Knights did not have their A game yesterday they ended up losing against Los Angeles, but, you know, it was, it was a one nothing game. It was then, obviously, 2 nothing. They, they got a goal back. It was 2-1 to one in the third period. They had tons of chances in the third, lots of shots attempted, and then, obviously, there was a backbreaker from Carter that made it 3-1. to one. Point is that the Knights didn't go away. Uh, they didn't take it as a mark of frustration that they were having a bad day. They didn't sit and pout about it. And today, when the Knights, though leading and playing well, but not getting rewarded, they didn't sit and pout about that either. They went about their business and continued what they were doing. And again, Mark Stone is often the driving force behind this. Stone had his personal 10-game scoring streak snapped yesterday. He had 18 points in the previous 10 games. By the way, that includes six points against St. Louis this year. But uh, you add in the three that he had today, that's nine points against St. Louis this year. And obviously when Mark Stone has himself a three-point day, he's driving what the Knights do. That is the second time this year Stone has had three points against the Blues in a single game. He had three assists against them back on February 13th. So I think part of it is the leadership of Stone, you know, that he lives up to what he preaches, uh, the production along with the leadership qualities, but just the group overall does – a very good job of not getting frustrated, staying even keeled, not too high and not too low. They just stick to their game. You know, 3-0-1 against the Blues and and really scoring at an elite clip, 19 goals in those four games against the Blues. What has led to that advantageous matchup for the Golden Knights this season? Well, you can't help but point out that the Blues are without several regulars on defense. They still have some very good players like, say, Tory Krug, who replaced Alex Petrangelo, Vince Dunn, Marco Scandella, and, he, you know, Justin Falk is paired with Krug. 
you know, Jake Wallman today is, you know, he's an inexperienced young defenseman who didn't play a ton. Robert Bortuzzo is a veteran guy, but you're not getting offense from that part of the D. And, you know, they're, they're adequate NHL defensemen. Jordan Bennington is very good, but his goals against average is way higher than, um, say, Marc-Andre Fleury, who they've played a similar number of games, Bennington 23, Fleury 22. Uh, Bennington came in at 272, goals against average, a 907 save percentage. That's nowhere near Fleury. Um, and Ville Husso is certainly no Robin Leonard as the backup to Bennington. So when you look at, at all those factors put together, this is a Blues defense that is ranked 22nd in the league. And you think of them as an upper echelon club, and they are, where they find themselves in the standings is fourth. But they are a bottom third team when it comes to team defense, whereas Vegas is top three in the league in team defense. And for stretches, they've been number one. So the Knights are accustomed to keeping opponents off the board. The Blues are more often having to play catch up and having to win higher scoring games. And when you look at this game, we're going to look at Mark Stone, two goals, one assist. That's a fantastic third period. But we're also going to remember it as Keegan Colazar picking up his first career NHL goal. He's been right in the middle of things over the last couple of games for the Golden Knights. The hope is he gets this one and that confidence continues to grow and he finds more and more offense. You know, a couple of years back when he was in the American Hockey League, it wasn't going great in I'm talking about 2017-18 with the Chicago Wolves. And he was sent down to the ECHL. He played for the Quad City Mallards for 20 games that year. Now, he put up nine goals and 16 assists. But, you know, think about it. You're, you're someone who's joined a new organization. You're in the American League where you had been before, and you're playing in the ECHL. And I worked in the ECHL. I love the ECHL. But if you're a guy who started in the American League and you're sent down to the ECHL, that's a tough pill to swallow. But Keegan has talked about how that experience was good for him. And look what he did the following year. He scored all those goals in year two, uh, 20 of them for the Chicago Wolves, and now has found himself navigating injuries last year, one NHL game, and now he's a regular. He's played 25 out of the 30 NHL games. And I have been most impressed not only by his play on the ice, which is impressive given where he's come from, but also how he has become more comfortable in the way he conducts himself. I remember talking to him during training camp over the last few years, and he was careful to try to say the right thing. He didn't want to say too much, frankly, because it's, a, it's an NHL dressing room. I'm in the National Hockey League, and you're trying to just not get in the way. You're just trying to uh, not screw up so <laughs> the organization keeps you around. But as he has been with the Knights this season, he has settled in. And it's apparent in the interviews he does it's apparent with uh, how he conducts himself on the ice, too, between the whistles, along with during play. And I think that that maturity has gone a long way so that he has not become rattled by the successes of scoring or not scoring the struggles there. Um, you know, he'll turn 24 years old in April, but I, I think that the maturity factor has been just as impressive as anything in what he's shown us this year. All right, Dan, get some rest, and thank you for joining us here on the post-game show. We will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, Dan Duva, joining us here. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. And welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. to one. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. And Max Pacioretty missed his second second consecutive game for the Golden Knights. Now, uh, this was a strong effort, top to bottom from the Golden Knights, but Vegas without Alex Petrangelo, that's a hole in the lineup. Without Max Pacioretty, that is a hole in the lineup, although I will say Alex Tuck, Chandler Stevenson, Mark Stone, it was a, a much more noticeable game from that line. That's really what you want to see from that line as they continue to navigate these waters without Max Pacioretty. Of course, the the goal from Keegan Colazar, I, I think that's going to ignite Keegan. I, I really do. I, I like what he brings to the table with the physicality, the edge that he plays with. And once the hands around the net are, are confident, you're going to see many more scoring chances from Keegan Colazar. And when you look at the fact that Cody Glass out of the lineup, Kolasar playing with Tomasz Nosek and Nick Waugh. That third line had a lot of opportunity in the offensive zone. Did a really good job down low, cycling pucks, controlling play in the offensive zone, and making life difficult on the St. Louis Blues. That's the type of shifts you want to get from that line. And the Golden Knights got it a lot tonight from Kolasar and Nosek. And why? Now, I, you know, I, I look at this game, and it's interesting. And, and we'll get to Pete DeBoer as soon as he steps to the podium to address the media after tonight's win. I, I think the, the the interesting point for me, for Vegas, is when you have players that can step in, and you've got guys that are playing within a role, and their understanding of what that role is. And you look at the third line tonight for the Golden Knights; they really understood their role and played it to a tee with a lot of energy let's go to head coach pete deboer as he addresses the media after tonight's win hey pete um, you guys have found different ways to win throughout the season have been really good in the third period and a couple guys mentioned uh, this team knows how to win when you hear that phrase what does it mean to you <clears throat> well we've got a there's no doubt there's a confidence and a composure to the group that uh regardless of the situation tied down uh, you know, I think there's a, uh, we know what our game looks like when we're playing well and when we're not. And I think the guys have an ability to, to get back to that game, uh, you know, when we need to. And uh, if that means in the third period, because we're down or it's tied and we need to, to win a game, then uh, they have the ability to do that. Next question tonight goes to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete, you mentioned the third period, obviously second game in two nights. Just how happy were you with the energy levels that you guys still had to kind of pull away there? Yeah, actually happy and, and surprised. Um, you know, if you if you take it out even further, I think it might be seven and 11 games or 11 days, um, you know, with travel. So uh, it, it's been a really tough schedule and uh, I was feeling it today. So, you know, usually... If I'm if I'm uh, feeling it, I can imagine the guys who are actually playing what they felt like. But uh, I thought they really dug deep today, and knowing we have a, a couple days before we uh, 
playing Colorado, I think uh, they really dug deep and, and uh, emptied the tank. Next, we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Justin. Hey, Pete, only 16 shots allowed tonight. What do you think worked well for the defense tonight? Well, I think I think we defend as a five-man unit. And, uh, you know, I thought uh, we did a good job. That's a big, heavy team that likes to play in the offensive zone. So I thought we did a good job of defending as a five-man unit and, and making sure we had numbers in all those situations. That Nick Holden came in and gave us a real good game defensively, which which helped, um, you know. And then Robin, Robin had a couple of big saves at, at key times. The breakaway in the third period was a, a critical save at a at a, a real important time. Next question goes to Jesse Merrick, Channel Three, Las Vegas. Hey Jesse. Hey Pete, uh, Keegan obviously finally gets the goal, but I'm just curious, you know, what he brings to you guys night in and night out, kind of how he's grown into his role. Yeah, I, I think you could tell by the reaction of the team. Everyone was happy for him. It's been a long time coming, and uh, you know he's had some really good opportunities. So it was starting to weigh on him a little bit, and you could see that weight lifted uh, after he scored, and you know happy the the guys were for him. Uh, he's done a good job. You know, he came in and has kind of established himself as an NHL player, and and. Uh, you know, he's jumped in and, and fought for teammates on two or three occasions, which which always uh, gets the respect of the group. Um, you know, and, and, he, and he makes plays. He finds a way to create scoring opportunities for himself or, or other guys every night. So, you know, I, I think he's got a bright future. Time for a few more here with Pete tonight. Next, we'll go to Chris Matthews, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hey, can I ask you about Mark Stone? It seems like the guy's unbelievable. What, seven game-winning goals so far and, and a couple tonight. And do you kind of think right now he's in that Hart Trophy mix, the, the, at least the conversation with the way he's playing? Well, I think he should be. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a big moment guy. And, uh, you know, over the first half of this season, when I look back at, at the, the moments in games uh, – when we've needed, uh, you know, a, a, a boost of energy or, or a play to be made or a goal to be scored or a shot to be blocked, you know, he's usually right in the middle of things. So he's a special player. Do two final questions tonight. Next one goes to Willie Ramirez, Associated Press. Hey, Willie. Hey, Pete. You, uh, Jonathan had chalked it up to maturity. You talked about digging deep, seven games in 11 days. If I'm not mistaken, you guys are now 4-0-0 on the second of back-to-back nights. So you've been sort of doing it all season in, in showing up on that second night. What do you chalk that up to? Well, I chalk it up to depth and, and goaltending, the ability to, to play two goalies uh, on those weekends uh, or those back-to-back nights and get a fresh goalie in there. And and depth, you know, we, we – uh, we had the ability tonight to roll four lines. Our third and fourth line, I thought, did a great job, you know, which really takes some pressure off your big guys uh, minute-wise. And, um, you know, I think that's the key to, to being able to have success uh, during these type of schedules. Last question today comes from Brian Blessing with the Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hey, Brian. Hello, Pete. The traditions in this game, I think, are – you know, unlike any other sport, you could be watching any game in the league and see a, a kid get his first goal, and it's the coolest thing. They run, they get the puck for him. You've been behind the bench for a lot of those, I'm sure. Uh, how much of a smile on your face do you get when you, you see a moment later? You know the hard work. We think back to Kolasar at the first 
developmental camp at, La, at the Las Vegas ice rink uh, to see him come and get his first goal. Do you, do you think back on all these cool moments throughout your career watching guys get their first? Yeah, I do. You know, we have a front row seat for that and it's pure joy. I mean, these kids uh, grow up their whole life dreaming of that moment, scoring their first NHL goal. And you can see the, the emotion come out. You know, and, you know, you really see it around the team, the scouts that drafted them, you know, Kelly McCrimmon, you know, who, who uh, traded for him and watched him in junior and has, has uh, been in charge of, of, you know, his development through to this point. You know, there, there's a lot of pride in the people around that, uh, in that accomplishment. Thanks, Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. to one. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. The Golden Knights looking to bounce back would find the back of the net early in the first period off of a Jonathan Marcheseau goal. From the draw, they score! William Carlson took the right circle draw, and Jonathan Marcheseau found it below the dot. That's Jonathan Marcheseau from William Carlson at 8.41 of the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. We would head to the second period, and it was the Blues evening up the score on a wicked shot from Vince Dunn. Schwartz banks it behind. Tarasenko again save. Tried for the long side wraparound. Rebound score! Vince Dunn puts home the rebound. With a scramble in front, Vince Dunn ties it for St. Louis. 1-1 with 13-18 to go in the second. That's done from Vladimir Tarasenko and Jaden Schwartz at 642 of the second period to make it 1-1. One one. We would head to the third period tied at 1. You knew that the next goal would loom large in this game. And, of course, the captain, Mark Stone, would put Vegas ahead early. Trying to make a backhand pass down the wall off the skate. Vegas controls left side. Stone creeps in, made a pass, knocked down, rebound, score! <laughs> Mark Stone puts the Knights on top 2-1 to one in the first minute 20 of the third period. That's Mark Stone from Nick Holden and Chandler Stevenson at 1.20 of the third period to make it 2-1 to one Vegas. And then it's Robin Leonard making our AAA insurance save of the game. Left wall Stone twisting it out high. He gave it away. It's a breakaway. Schwartz picked up. Now feeds the middle. Save Leonard. Turns it away to his right. Still in the zone, Schwartz to the right, Falk, a slap shot, save, and it kicks out of play. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, 
outsmart life. There's Robin Leonard, two key saves in this game. And a little past the midway point of the third period, Keegan Colasar nets his first career NHL goal. Who gets possession? A point shot save. Rebound score! Keegan Colasar with his first NHL goal. The Knights lead 3 to 1 with 8.41 to go in the third. He found the rebound off to the right side of Bennington and he buried it into the goal. Keegan Colasar finally buries one. That's Colasar from Nick Haig at 11.19 of the third period to make it 3-1 to Vegas. The Blues would take a penalty. The Golden Knights getting the opportunity on the power play, and William Carlson would add to the lead. Up top for Theodore. The lefty slides to the middle. He shoots. Blocked. Wide right. Back to the left here. Stone to the middle. A shot. Save. Rebound. Score! William Carlson followed his own rebound. His first power play goal of the year. Vegas 4, St. Louis 1 with 5 minutes to play. That's William Carlson from Mark Stone and Jonathan Marcia. So at 14.56 of the third period to make it 4-1 to one Vegas. Another power play for the Golden Knights. Another goal. Mark Stone, his second of the night. Theodore to Carlson in the slot. To the right point again, Theodore. Walks left. The lefty drifting. Carlson in the circle. Up high. One-time shot. Tipped in. It's Stone with the tipping goal. 5-1 Vegas. Another power play goal. Three points for Mark Stone. That's Stone from Shea Theodore and William Carlson, 18.08 of the third period to put the Golden Knights up 5-1, to one, and all that was left was the final call. Fans on their feet as the final 10 seconds tick away. Puck is behind the Vegas goal, Leonard with his back up against the crossbar, just waiting as the final seconds come off. The Knights win it, 5-1. to one. And there you have it, 5-1, to one, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues, improved to 22-7-1 on the season. We're back to wrap up next, right here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the AAA Insurance postgame show, the Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1, through 30 games, the Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, it, it's interesting. The Golden Knights set the tone early, not with the goal from Jonathan Marshall. So you like to have that goal going into the first intermission and into the second period. But it was the defensive play of the Golden Knights in the first period. The St. Louis Blues just one high danger chance against. When you look at this game on the whole, 16 shots total. That's it. That's all St. Louis was able to muster in this game. We'll look at the goals. We'll look at the offensive onslaught in the third period, but it really comes down to how the Golden Knights defended tonight. And it goes to show you that when the game was in the balance, it's the Golden Knights that took control in the third period, and the St. Louis Blues, just three shots, just 
three shots in a period in which you go into tied up one-to-one. It's a dominant performance in the third period by the Golden Knights, not just from the goal scoring, not just offensively, but when you take it from a defensive angle, top to bottom, this was one of the Golden Knights' most complete 60-minute efforts. And it's nice to see that effort after yesterday's game, a game in which I think top to bottom the Golden Knights were not happy with their performance. This makes amends for that. This is a great bounce back for the Golden Knights as they set their sights next on the Colorado Avalanche. That next game will be Thursday. Puck drop at 6 o'clock. Pre-game show starts at 5 o'clock right here on the Vegas Golden Knights radio network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome into the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. to And while the goals are nice, while the four-goal performance from the Golden Knights, two power play goals in that third period, while that's all nice, defensively, the Golden Knights were so good tonight. They were so good tonight. When you look at that third period, St. Louis just three shots on goal. You look at the first period in this game, really just one a couple high danger chances for the St. Louis Blues. This was a an an effort by the Golden Knights to defend and to and to defend well. 16 shots against. That's it. They blocked 18 and only allowed 16 on Robin Leonard. Mm-hmm. As impressive as five goals scored and that's how great this is becoming because five goals a game for the 11th time is astronomical. That's crazy. And a, a few years ago, you were like, five goals? What? Uh, but 16 shots against a, against a team that's trying to make a push to get back into the battle for first place. Really, really good. Now, I just got to note, did you call the Stone bounce back in the pregame show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was my night to shine. Had a boy. Good for you. Oh, I mean, he had six points in three games against the Blues. Like, He's he's been on fire against his club, so I, I I I really wasn't taking that much of a risk, but you know I'm gonna up it for you. I'm gonna give you even more credit here. Oh wow, Mark Stone's three points mm-hmm. puts him into the top five in National Hockey League scoring right now. Wow, now, like long way to go, as mentioned on the VGK Insider Show before you you get in the range of Connor McDavid and what he's doing right now. But I didn't think Mark Stone could go this deep into a season and Mm -hmm. be a top five point producer. He is 
doing something incredible right now. And add to it, he did it tonight without Max Pacioretty in the lineup. He he made things happen with Alex Tuck, Chandler Stevenson. I, th- I thought that line was pretty good throughout the game. I know they yeah. didn't get a lot out of it, but they 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 pushed the pace and they. I mean, Marcia, so Carlson and Smith were spectacular, but Stone finds a way to just walk out of the building with a multi-point night, seven game-winning goals. I think he's got the biggest record already, and there's still half the season to go. <laughs> 702-876-1340 is the number. The phone line should be lighting up right now. This is a great game to talk about, a solid win for the Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Norm. Norm, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Um, this is amazing. It's like I, I saw this uh, go up, and I watched the whole game. I thought Mark Stone was amazing. This explains why all of a sudden from you know Vegas I'm buying Mark Stone rookie cards. I don't get it. <laughs> I've never bought a hockey card in my life. How much do you pay for it? Uh, you know what? They're dirt cheap right now. I better get on them. 15 bucks. Atta Autograph. Boy. Autograph. Atta boy. He's a young and... boy. He's a young guy. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's got 161 goals for his career now after another yeah. deuce tonight. He's, he's the first captain for Las Vegas. Uh, i got to tell you, I, I've been hooked on Vegas ever since they started uh, when, when they got this thing going. And they're keeping up with all the big all the big guys, you know, even the Hurricanes, man. The Hurricanes just it seems like they're just following suit with the Hurricanes. So uh, they, hopefully we see those guys. They are, yeah. Norm, they're undefeated with people in attendance, too. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. I mean, with the attendance uh, – it brings up a spectacle, you know, and, and that we're, we're about that feel. We want to feel that, you know, and uh, I'm sure our boys felt that on the ice. Normally, uh, do me a favor. Keep me up to date in the value of that card and where it goes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you up to date. Even my Mark andre Surrey rookie card that I just bought. I love oh, it. What would you pay for that one? Uh, that was a little more. <laughs> Give me an idea. Come on. Uh, we were up about eh, 120, so there you go. Good, it's an investment. Yeah, Opeachy's a little little harder to get. He was he's been around, so go nice. Flurry, go boys. I mean, I, I think Leonard did a great job in goal today. I mean, look at that one one goal only. That's just amazing. But I'm glad to see him back too, uh, getting healthy. And every all of us guys are just you know we're working. We're not out there trying to start fights, and that just amazes me. Hey Norm, what you what'd you think of Keegan Colasar's first career NHL goal? Congratulations to him. And I think Vegas has a kind of a thing with that, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, he, yeah, uh, he, we had another first guy score his first goal here a couple he, weeks ago. He buckled Austin Wagner yesterday yep. with a body blow, <laughs> and then he then he knocked out the uh, the St. Louis Blues tonight. Uh, thanks mm-hmm. for the call, Norm. Really appreciate it. Call again. Keeps up to date in those, uh, those cards, pal. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's a gold, uh, Gordie Howe hat trick over the course of two games for right. Colasar. A goal, a goal tonight, an assist in a fight yesterday. Not bad. Not bad for two days. Uh, here's the deal on Robin Leonard. Little, not nugget, but a weird stat. Seven games played this year. Mm-hmm. He's been perfect in the third period in six of them. So we, <laughs> we, we've lamented the shaky starts at times. He, he's only giving up, given up a goal in the third period in one game. That's locking it down and is now 8-1-1 in the regular season as a Vegas goal tonight. He looked really comfortable tonight. Did, did you see him on his butt at all? Did you see him no. sliding around? And, uh, 
they, there was there was more pressure mm-hmm. than just the sixteen shots. He, yeah. he he was he was he was well done. And the Tarasenko save in the third period on the breakaway uh, when when it was still close. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you? I'm doing great. I know you like. Uh Close games, but I thoroughly enjoy watching <laughs> nice beat down on other teams. I, I so. mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take whatever I can get. I I like entertaining games. Close games are typically entertaining games, but I mean, this was the type of effort that I think you wanted to see from the Golden Knights after their game yesterday. Oh, for sure. This was like the opposite, really. Like if you look at yesterday's game and look at today's, it was like putting it up into a mirror. It's a perfect opposite. They. Power play was great. Everybody was on. And that's the thing. You asked for most impressive player, and, yeah, there were a lot of impressive players, but I think more importantly today, there wasn't anybody that really looked bad. Like, everybody was on today. Yeah, the third line was good. Very good. The uh, meat grinders were great. Patrick Brown fits in well with them. Reeves uh, was very physical. Yeah. The second line had 17 shots on goal. The second line had one less shot than the entire – or actually had one, <laughs> one more one shot one more. Th- than yeah. the St. Louis Blues. That, that, that puts it into perspective. Hey, Stephanie, what did you tweet me tonight? Did, did I? I think I was just saying that you guys should uh, – I, I commented again that uh, – you guys need to get a bet going because I want I want to see you guys have, oh, have to draw some it. art. <laughs> that's it. That's right. Because the stick figure. Yeah. Yes. 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 And that's then, what it was. Oh yeah, that that was yesterday. Or, okay. Yeah, it's such a long day. That was earlier today. But also, is there any uh, any update about uh, Gary and Dan's sandwich situation? From from what I could gather, listening to the show, Dan did get a sandwich, and it was not uh, it was not on Gary. Like I think Dan just went and and got himself a sandwich. Well. Sounds like Gary still needs to get down. Hey, all I'm saying is direct all of your tweets to at Gary Lawless. That's it. Please. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you for the call, Stephanie. 702-876-1340 is the number. We expect to hear from more of you on the other side of the break right here on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports lost Vegas 5-1. to one. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues. Mark Stone, two goals, one assist, 21 points in the month of March. Not bad. Teams 10-3. Yeah. They've been fantastic this month, and it's uh, it's a crazy month from a schedule perspective. 17 games in the month of March. The Golden Knights 10 and 3. Let's head back out to the phone line. 702-876-1340 is the number. Bring in Chip. Chip, how you doing tonight? Hey, good. Just got off the ice at uh, City National Arena, and you guys are always how I uh, you know experience the game when I have a, a late night uh, skate. So. Always appreciate it. Um, how would you say, as a goalie myself, how would you say that uh, Robin Leonard's performance looked tonight? I, I never get to watch the game when, uh, you know, when I'm playing. What, what do you think? Well, you faced more shots than he did tonight. That, that, <laughs> that I will guarantee. 
because uh, because he only uh, had 16 pucks actually reach him. He was really good. Uh, we talked about Friday's game that he was crisp. He was tight with his movements. Uh, he he wasn't chasing the game, and tonight was probably another notch above. Even though uh, there was 18 block shots, he was he was in strong, a really good, uh, strong control of his uh, his his game, and I think it bodes bodes really well uh, for for him. And he came up with the massive save, faced mm-hmm. a Tarasenko opportunity in tight, uh, in alone in in the third period, and protected that lead and allowed them to pull away. And and that's. Gotcha. That's the save for me that, that really speaks to Robin Leonard, and thank you, Chip, for the call, where, you know, as, as you mentioned, he's been so good in third periods. He's, he's been so good as the game wears on. And when you get to that point in the game where you look at Robin Leonard and he's essentially automatic in the third period, that gives you a lot of confidence. If you go into a period tied 1-1 for the Golden Knights to just go out there, let it go, and find their offensive touch, Robin Leonard, a couple of monster saves in the third period, really allowed the Golden Knights to step on the throttle. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Michael. Michael, how you doing tonight? I'm good after a nice win. How you guys doing? Great. What do you What do so you think I, of tonight? I have more of a question than a comment. It seems like the third period is the period that we shine the most in all season long. What are the stats on the goals on third on just third period for us? I can tell you that the National Hockey League keeps track of that, and Vegas has a National Hockey League leading 45, 44. It's a, it's right there. They're they're plus. I can tell you. I know this. They're plus nineteen in goal differential in the third period, and they had the most goals in the third period. I just didn't write down the total. Because I remember that game that we that they welcomed the fans back in against. I believe it was Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. When we were when we were down two goals and we scored those two like really quickly and then won it in overtime. Yep, uh, they and then they uh, rallied uh, last week in the third period and pulled out uh, the victory. They've they've been extremely effective in the final frames. Yeah, it seems like every time we go into the third period without with down, I'm not worried about it because I'm sure we'll we'll get back into it in the third period. It's like a staggered race in track and field when you're running the 800 and you come around the bend. If you're if you're even by uh, by the the turn, then you've got the race won. Thank you guys. It, yeah, thanks for the call, Michael. It's 43, 43 third period goals for the Golden Knights, which, you know, again, as as you're you're looking at this team and you're trying to figure out all the ways in which they've been able to amass this 22-7 and 1 record, it's their ability to step on the throttle in the third period. And we've seen it time and time again. We've seen it in games where they've been trailing in the third period. We've seen it to break open a game like tonight. This team just knows how to win. I think that's what we're learning about the Golden Knights this season. In different ways. I, I like tonight that, that it wasn't a comeback win, that it was even going into the third period, but they felt great about their game, and they didn't they didn't weren't waiting for the third period because the Marchessault line was so good through the first 40 minutes that, uh, that they were able to really uh, control a lot of the pace and a lot of the territorial play. 702-876-1340 is the number. We expect more calls on the other side. This is the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. So it's interesting. Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-1. Mark Stone, top five in NHL scoring. So if you're listening right now, 702-876-1340 is the number. Darren Millard, a, a week ago, arbitrarily set the cutoff point for the Hart Trophy at top seven in league be, scoring. You have to be in the top seven in scoring to be considered for the Hart Trophy. Yep. So if you would like to take this opportunity to call in and tell Darren he was wrong, no, you can do that. No, now he's considered for the Hart Trophy. Oh, now. No, now he is. Because he's inside the top seven. Don't you see? You have to be inside was, the top seven in point production to be considered for the Hart Trophy. If I'm going to vote for you, I'm not voting for anybody outside the top top seven, unless you're a goalie. That's it. And what now, you, what's now your... he's inside. Now he's top five. It's it's a place that I didn't think he could get to. Mm-hmm. And as you point out, when you're playing another 26 games mm-hmm. uh, against a division that features some teams that are going to be right out of it, yep. you might be able to pile up some points. I don't. He does it against anybody, though. It, do, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's Colorado, uh, St. Louis, whoever. The the three points tonight, they're more impressive to me than, than what he's going to do against L.A. or Anaheim or any of those other teams yeah. because these are the teams that the Golden Knights are going to have to go through in order to get to their ultimate goal. You're going to see at least two of, if, you, if things pan out well for you, at least two of Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis. So for the Golden Knights, these games go just so much farther beyond regular season wins and losses. And I also made the point that if he gets himself into the conversation for the Hart Trophy, mm-hmm. yeah. it makes the Selkie a lock. Yeah. And that's just how the voting goes sometimes. If you've got a player that, that is that good, but maybe doesn't have the crazy amount of points like a Connor McDavid, you go, Selkie? Yeah, and, and, and he... Justify that's not a consolation award. No. That he the way he is right now in takeaways and plus minus and points, he it's it's not even a conversation at this point for the Selkie. He he has the Selkie as he's in control of the Selkie like McDavid is for the Art Ross. I mean, when you look at Mark Stone over the course of the last three, four years, defensive prowess has been what has made him an elite player yeah, in this absolutely. league. And, and now you add on this dimension of, of the offensive game and just doing it every single night. And Pete DeBoer says he's a big game guy, big moment guy. Seven GWGs. That strengthens the case for Mark Stone. If this isn't his Selkie year, I don't know when it's going to happen. And and he will get Hart consideration. And because the the term for the Hart trophy, the terminology is most valuable to your team. Sure. Well, yeah. he's 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 proving that out. Mark Andre Fleury and Mark Stone, Mark with a K, Mark with a C, mm-hmm. are the two guys who are most valuable to this team and if Mark Stone continues to produce in this range, he will garner Hart Trophy consideration. So the St. Louis Blues have played the Golden Knights four times. They've allowed 19 goals. Mm-hmm. And and Vegas has seven of eight possible points yeah. in the bank in that, I, compared to three from, from St. Louis. 
you know, I, I love this win because it sets them up for success as they navigate the rest of this two-week stretch where they've got two games against Colorado, then two against L.A., and two against Minnesota. And then, uh, you know, you, you've got to take care of these games to continue to build on the lead that Momentum. you have at the top well, of the division. Well, because Colorado's coming right now. Kale McCarr's back. Uh, they've got a great goaltending story and Philip Grubauer mm-hmm. themselves. Nathan McKinnon's uh, back and healthy. They've won seven in a row after tonight, uh, the the victory this evening. Uh, so they're they're coming hard. They, they have one more game until uh, before the the series in Denver. If uh, If Colorado goes into that thing, on an eight-game winning streak, it will be a two-game series Thursday and Saturday afternoon in Denver mm-hmm. for first place in the West uh, with one point separating the two. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Vegas has uh, the benefit of, of a couple of days off. But tonight, that third period, going into that frame, 1-1, was a huge 20 minutes. And the Golden Knights with Mark Stone and Kolasar and... Carlson made it a no-doubter. It was one of the top-to-bottom complete games this season. Even though it was 1-1 going into the third period, I thought the Golden Knights played better than that score indicated, and you saw the the fruits of their labor really bear out in the third period. That was a bat-flip third period. Just flip it and go for a trot. Seven, way to go. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to sneak in one more phone call on the other side of the break as we wrap it up here on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-1 to one, the final. The Golden Knights able to beat the St. Louis Blues a four-goal third period, two power play goals, one from William Carlson, one from Mark Stone. Uh, a lot to like in this game, but for me, it's Keegan Colasar, first career NHL goal, the celebration, the relief. He really, really deserved that one. The celebration was great. The bench reaction and the unbridled enthusiasm mm-hmm. yeah. for Colasar was impressive. And right up there with it was his performance yesterday in dropping the gloves mm-hmm. and trying to get some enthusiasm, get his team into the game, and then does it in a different way tonight. Remember, this is the player that started the year as the 13th forward Yeah, when the Golden Knights were going with 13 and 5 because they didn't want to risk putting him on the taxi squad, risk waivers, because mm-hmm. they thought somebody would take him, knew somebody would take him. So they went with a very unique alignment out of the gate. Salary cap played a role in that as well. Mm-hmm. And he's he's paid the Mac. I, this, Mark Stone was, is right. We'll, we'll see a little uh, breakthrough here. He, Keegan Colasar scored at every level yeah. that he's played at. Yeah. This is a bit of an anomaly. His 22nd career shot, by the way, was the one that went in. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say this. I, I didn't say Keegan Colasar was going to score tonight. I did have him as my bonus night to shine. 
you have bonus nights to shine? Well, when you're doing the show by yourself, you've, oh, you've got to have yeah, a couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to have a couple in, in your back pocket. Both my guys hit. I had Mark Stone. I had Keegan Colazar. And and I'll tell you, what I, what I like about the goal is you've got those hands down low in tight to the net. He finds that rebound. He puts it home. And I think we see... Keegan Colazar get more confidence and have more chances, and he's generated chances even without had, putting the puck in the back of the net. He had two in the first period. He has been very good. He has grown in this role, and you're seeing versatility out of him when you can play him up the lineup, and he's not skipping a beat, and you can you can have him on your fourth line as the center. He has been very versatile for the Golden Knights this season. You know what? Before training camp started, they, they had two groups going. Mm-hmm. And one group at Lifeguard Arena, the, like the NHL guys. And they had another group, the the Silver Knights, going over here. Kolasar was over over here in, mm-hmm. in, in Henderson, the Lifeguard Arena, skating with uh, Patrick Brown and everybody. Uh, but he's worked his way to CNA. He's he's now part of that group. He's a full-time National Hockey League right now. It's a great story for Keegan Kolasar, and we cannot wait to see what comes next. That's going to do it for us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Next game for Vegas will be Thursday in Colorado. Puck drop at 6 o'clock. Pre-game show will be on at 5 p.m. Thanks to Darren Millard for joining us here on the post-game show. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners, for calling in and having this discussion. We will talk to you on Thursday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights post-game show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.